Welcome to Never a Truer Word, where we look at the words that people choose to use to see if they're telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And we are back with Sergio Barraza for this. I have done a couple of videos in the past on Sergio, um, and it is a fascinating story. And we have video of him talking to the police just after his wife was killed. It's a deep dive into someone at a very, very crucial point in their story. If you don't know the story, Sergio's wife, uh, Elizabeth or Liz, was shot on her driveway a few years ago. Since then, no one's been arrested, no one's been charged. I don't think the police even have any suspects in the murder. It's a complete mystery. That hasn't stopped some people, though, from saying Sergio must be guilty. I think mainly for a couple of reasons. Number one, hey, it's always the husband, isn't it? Uh, and number two is that Sergio has been very vocal in the past. He's given a lot of interviews, done a lot of police press conferences and so on, trying to get information. And some people say, oh, that doesn't sound right, which is why someone suggested to me I look into some of the things that Sergio has said. I'll leave a link in the description so you can watch the videos that I've done in the past about Sergio. My conclusions at the time have been that... Um, I don't think he had anything to do with his wife's murder. He gives no impression to me that he has any guilty knowledge of what happened. Um, but I do think he does have an inkling, an idea of why it happened, that he's hiding. And also, I think he's got a suspect in mind, someone specific in his mind that he thinks may have shot his wife. But again, he's not saying out loud that, that at all. And I think he might think it's a woman. I will come to why I think that because it's repeated again in this video. I think he may think that the person who killed his wife was a woman. What I love about the comments that I get on uh, the content like this is suggestions. So this all came from a suggestion of someone uh, to look at this story. And in one of these videos, someone told me there is a new video of him, Sergio, out in the cop car right after the crime. I think he knows a lot more, in my opinion. I have found that video. I'm going to have a look at it with you. We'll analyze the words and um, we will see if there is any more to learn from Sergio in this. These videos are not just about going guilty or not guilty. That's part of it. But also I'd like people who watch these or listen to these to come away thinking that they've got some skills. They've learned something about how to understand the words that people are saying and their word choices and statements to learn a bit more about what it is that they're saying. So in this one, as we're watching uh, what Sergio says, pay attention to when he says more than is needed. People do this quite a lot. I think Sergio's in shock here. His wife has just been shot. Um, and he will say things that he hasn't actually been asked to say or give information that, that isn't really necessary. Yes, it's in shock, but that the words he uses have come from somewhere. They have come from inside him. So why is that inside him? And why is that the things that come out of him? And also pay attention as we go to the pronouns that Sergio uses. And you'll find out we can learn a lot about how someone views the words by the pronouns they use. A video like this takes hours to put together. The like button takes 0.3 of a second to press. So if there, you have a like button in front of you, if you press that, I'd be really, really grateful uh, because it means that it spreads the word um, and lets more people find out what is going on and, and enables more people to, to up their skills in learning what people are saying as well. 
Comments are always appreciated, whether it's on this platform or whether you get in touch with me on social media. If I get enough comments on this video, then maybe we'll do a follow-up video dealing with your comments, your questions, your observations, or any suggestions that you've got. And if you don't want to miss anything, then hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified or new content will automatically be delivered to you. So let's have a look at what Sergio says in the police car. The audio is not great. It's obviously, you know, just the microphones that are in the cars. Um, or body cam microphones or whatever. So some of it is a little bit unclear. I've only used video where I'm certain of what Sergio is saying um, so that I can be fair to him. Um, but it is still very unclear. But don't worry, after each section, I'll run through what it is Sergio says. So here's video number one. Well, I saw in the video the guy the guy responded pretty quickly. Did, did somebody call in for, like, the shots, or was he just around? So what we heard Sergio say there is, uh, I saw in the video, the guy, the guy responded pretty quickly. Did, did somebody call in for the shots or was he just around? I think it was around. He said, it looked like, uh, on there, it looked like a black truck, a black truck, but I don't know if it was just driving by or something. I'm guessing the person got away or whatever, right? So what do I notice there in what Sergio says? Well, he talks about the guy. The The guy responded pretty quickly. Uh, I'm guessing that's the first police officer that was there he's talking about. And Sergio has seen the video uh, from his um, doorbell cam at this point. And uh, he refers to that person as the guy. I'm guessing that he saw it was a male police officer and he calls him the guy, as opposed to the shooter who he calls the person. He says, I'm guessing the person got away or whatever, right? So the person um, could be male, could be female. And I'm interested into as to why he called the man, the guy, but the shooter is the person. Does he already have in his head at this point that person could be female? Let's look at the second video from Sergio. We were just going to go on our anniversary treat, trip. Our fifth anniversary. But we were going like two weeks. Oh, fuck, dude. In two fucking weeks, man, we were, we were gonna go. What did they think? Did they like come and just. So they just fucking got her and left? So we hear a distressed Sergio there say, we, we were just going on our anniversary treat. I think he corrects himself there and says, trip. Our fifth anniversary. We were going to go in like two weeks. Oh, F, dude. In two effing weeks, man. We were going to go. Did they like, what did they take? Did they just like come and just, so they just effing shot her and left? Hard to listen to, but what can we get from the words that Sergio uses? This is all about pronouns. Look at the pronouns he uses to describe him and Liz, his wife's relationship. We, we were just going to go. So we, our anniversary treat, our fifth anniversary, we were going to go. We were going to go. So when he's talking about himself and Liz, he uses joint united pronouns. We 
an hour. That suggests their relationship was fine. He saw unity with Liz. Him and Liz were together. They shared the same pronouns, we and our. So I don't think there was any problem in that relationship, any split or any distance between them, because he could use any pronouns he chooses. He could have said, I was taking her away uh, for our anniversary treat, or she was taking me away for our anniversary treat, or she and I were going to go away. No, he's used we and our all the time. So I think their relationship was absolutely fine. Just as a point of order, he, look how he refers to this. Um, it's in the past tense. We were just going to go. We were going to go. We were going to go. So he's accepted the fact that they were going to go, but now he's moved it into the past tense. I think he realizes that no longer are they going to go away, which is fair enough. It's just a point about how he has accepted what has happened. And then look at how he refers to the person that shot Liz. Did they like, what did they take? Did they just come and just, so they just effing shot her and left? He refers to the shooter as they. Distant pronoun. It's far away, isn't it? You know, like it's, it's someone you don't know that well, and that's fine. And you're not even, you are going to feel distance from the person that's just shot your wife. So that's absolutely fine. But also note, it's gender neutral. It's not saying the guy. It's not saying her. He's leaving it open. It could be both. They, 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 they. This is why I believe he thinks it might be a woman because he doesn't go to man. And listen, if you listen to the full video, and there'll be a link to it in the description, you hear the police talking about the guy that did the shooting. Why? Because I guess the police, most shootings they ever go to involve uh, a guy being the perpetrator. But Sergio hasn't gone there. He's calling the person they every single time. Let's have a look at the next video from the police car. No, sir, no, no. Fucking good people, man. We don't do anything. It's just some fucking asshole. They came to a hundred dollars in fucking cash. So I think there Sergio's been asked, do you have any idea why this has happened or who's done this? And Sergio says, no, sir, not. We're a... Uh... We're effing good people, man. We don't do anything. Some effing animal that came to steal $100 in effing cash. So he starts by saying no, an honest answer, I would think, but we don't actually know what the question is. Um, but he does say no, and then he talks about how good or bad they are. We're good people, man, um, which is kind of suggests that he believes the reason for this would be if, if they're bad people. You know, like um, nothing bad can happen to us because we're good people. That doesn't hold there. Um, good people can know bad people, can know angry people, can know vengeful people. Um, but he's saying we're good people. I'm interested in why that's how he describes them. Although he does seem to think at this point that stealing the cash is is a motive for what happened. More now from the police car. Dude, like I told her, I was like, hey, Liz, you have my mom here or something your mom here to come and help you and she said no i'll be all right i'll be okay well of course like she's by herself and everything we're only very cautious about things that's why i had her leave the alarm on if there was an issue she would open the door and boom the alarm would go off we were very like we always like to watch out for one another so that's why i was made me super nervous that she was here by herself but for this morning I left with her. I, I left up the. You can see on the camera. I leave it. A... Now, first of all, 
don't adjust the device that you're listening to this on. The audio does change halfway through that um, and becomes a lot clearer. But the starting point there is I told her, I was like, hey, Liz, you should have our mom or maybe my mom, but he corrects it to your mom here to come and help you. She was like, I'll be all right. I'll be okay. Now, you got the context there. This was about safety. This wasn't about doing things on your own. This was about safety, having someone there to protect you. But actually, he says that he asked, he thought that Lizzie's mom should be there, not for safety, but to help her. So there's a bit of a disconnect going on there between Sergio saying, um, yeah, I was, you know, worried about her being on her own, but actually I wanted her mom to help her, not to keep her safe or to make sure there were two people there. We finally hear one of the questions from the police officers, which was, were you worried about her? And Sergio's answer is, of course, like she's by herself and everything. We're only very cautious about things. That's why I had her leave the alarm on. If there was an issue, she would open the door and boom, the alarm would go off. We were all, we were, we, we all were very like, so we always like to watch out for each other. So that's why I was maybe super nervous that she was here by herself. But when I left her with her, I left with the, you can see it on the camera, I leave. Quite a lot in that and quite a lot in this that interests me. Uh, he's asked, were you worried about her? He should answer yes or no. And instead he says, of course. So of course he was worried about her. Why of course? Why are you convincing us that you were worried? Or why was it a no-brainer that you were worried about her? This is why I think he may know something that, a reason that there was some danger to himself or Liz, because of course he was worried about her. What else does Sergio go on to say? It's quite an intricate answer. I was talking about when people say more than they need to, were you worried about her? Yeah, I was worried about her. We live in a dangerous neighborhood or no, I wasn't worried about her. You know, um, I wasn't worried about anything bad happening. Instead, he goes into this very intricate answer, which actually says very little, as we'll, we'll see there. Um, it's a very, very intricate system for kind of casual concern that someone is by themselves. Um, so, yeah. Very intricate answer, but actually says very little. I noticed that Sergio says that the reason for all of this was in case there was an issue. Does that mean that he was expecting an issue is normally when we argue with someone or something comes up? Um, I want to know why, or I'm interested in why he describes the thing that could happen as an issue, not a random come to rob them, just an issue. Interesting choice of words there. This shot me. Talking about the alarm going off, he described it as boom, the alarm would go off. Boom, in connection with an alarm going off would get my attention. Anyway, if someone described an alarm going off as boom, that would interest me. For a man whose wife was shot just minutes before, it gets more attention. Is he saying boom because he has witnessed the boom on the, the doorbell camera footage and it's high in his mind? Or was he expecting an explosive situation? I really think he was expecting something to happen at some point or thought it was really likely that something would happen at some point. An explosive situation. Is that why the boom was there? But yeah, really, really interesting choice of words. I said he says a lot, but he says very little. He says, we were only very cautious about things. Just things? 
he doesn't expand. Things is hiding something, isn't it? You know, if he was cautious about something, he certainly hasn't told us what it was he was cautious about there. You know, we were very cautious about the, um, the house being broken into. We were very cautious about the fact we, it's a bad neighborhood. It's, by the way, I don't know what kind of neighborhood. I'm only giving some examples here. But he doesn't expand on what these things are. Is he hiding these things? And this interests me as well. This little section here is in past tense. If there was an issue, she would open the door and boom, the alarm would go off. Has something happened previously? I mean, it's a lot of precautions to take just if you are cautious about things that you need this alarm that's going to boom, go off um, just by opening the door. I mean, that sounds uber cautious to me. I think you really worried about something specific and it's that specific issue. But the fact she would open the door and the alarm would go off says to me there's a real chance that what he's describing, because it's in past tense, has happened before. And then he says, that's why I was maybe super nervous. What was? What was why you were super nervous? Um, cautious about things. And then he describes actually something that shouldn't make them nervous. It's the safety system. It's the alarm. And the system that they have with the alarm should actually calm your nerves down. We always like to watch out for one another. Again, that should make you more calm. But all those things he's described should actually be make you more calm. Um, but he says, that's why I was super nervous. I don't understand from those words why he was super nervous. He thinks he's explaining why he was super nervous, but he's not, unless what he's describing there about the alarm would, uh, the, the would open the door, the alarm would go off, has actually happened. And then he's not very fluid on what he did when he left. I found that interesting. When I left with her, I left with the, you can see it on the camera. I leave the, and he doesn't actually seem to be able to talk very fluidly about what happened when he left. In fact, I have absolutely no idea when he left. Did he leave with her? I think they might have left about the same time to go different places, or did he leave on his own? I mean, basically, he's just saying, see it on the camera. We have one last excerpt from Sergio in the police car. Maybe she come outside again. She was outside setting up the garage, dude, okay. and like, it looked like on the video, within 10 minutes of me leaving, this fucking person or whoever the fuck it was shows up. So here Sergio says, she was outside setting up the garage. It looked like on the video within 10 minutes of me leaving this thing person or whoever the, if it was shows up. Again, gender neutral. It's a person or whoever it was. But the he talks about the person or whoever it was. Well, it was the person. This makes me think, did he have someone in mind so it's this person i have in mind or it might have been someone else that's what i could get from that this person or whoever it was shows up so this person i have in mind or perhaps someone else shows up and that's sergio what do i think happens look i don't think what happened to him his wife being shot was a complete shock to him Maybe the shooting or the severity of what happened was a shock to him, but the fact something happened at their house, I don't think was a surprise to him. I think he was worried that something was going to happen. In fact, something may have already happened that made them think that made him think that more was going to happen. I think from what I've seen, he has a suspect in mind and he feels he knows why that person would do this. He's hiding that fact. He's hiding these thoughts in his head, though. 
Um, he's glossing over why he was worried and he's not saying out loud, I think I know who this was. And I think also the person he has in mind, because he's gender neutral all the time when he talks about this person, I think the person in mind that he has in mind could be a woman. Remember, saying a lot more than is needed can reveal a lot. Sergio's talk about the alarm and so on, I think, revealed a lot. It felt like babbling. It was hard for me to read out at times because it was not, was not uh, congruent at all. But it revealed that part of it revealed quite a lot about what was going on in Sergio's mind. And also, pronouns show relationships. For example, Sergio and Liz, we and our, I believe there was real unity there. What do you think? Drop me a comment either here on this platform or in social media. Um, and like I say, if there are enough, we'll do a follow-up to deal with your comments, to do uh, with any questions or observations that you have on what Sergio had to say in the police car. If the like button is in front of you, press it and you will be, I'll be really grateful to you, but you'll be doing a lot to help me as well and getting these videos spread. And if you press the subscribe button, then it means you'll never miss another bit of content from Never A Truer Word. If you want more, Go to neveratruerword.com and you can see podcasts, uh, social medias, sign up for the newsletter. Even if you want to do a bigger, deeper dive, there are books available for you to learn how to decode what it is that someone is saying. And we'll see you soon for more from Never A Truer Word.